What's up? You're listening to the Scholarly Spark podcast. Here's your chance to finally become interested in learning and find out what you're genuinely curious about. Join me as we discover the secrets of South Asia and experience different foods, the latest technologies, immerse ourselves in a variety of phenomenal cultures, find out about interesting people we never knew existed, and learn about what no one else dared to find out. I'm Kamal Narayanan, taking you on a journey through the mysteries of South Asia, all from the convenience of your headphones. Here we go. To what extent do you agree with the statement that history repeats itself? Oh, well, we have a, the, the, uh, uh, the corollary really to that is uh, his, uh, history is a, a song that, yeah. that the lyrics don't repeat them. The lyrics don't repeat themselves, but the melody is the same. Mm. Oh, wow. and, that's, yeah, that's a good way to think about it. Yeah, and 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 uh, not not original to me. Okay, <laughs> but the melody we're seeing now is nationalism and the rise of authoritarianism. Right, right. And just like the Vietnam War and the Iraq War have uh, mm-hmm. parallels, mm-hmm. Uh, not strict, of course. Uh, but uh, you see, you look at the 1930s, and one of the things I didn't get a chance to cover in my World World Civ uh, survey. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, the, the semesters kind of end faster than you'd like them to, uh, is to ask them, I, I asked them, I said, do you know what the big lie is? And I wrote mm-hmm. it up on the board. Yep. And only the student, the two students who were in their 30s knew what it was as a propaganda strategy. Uh, everyone knows what fake news is, uh, yep. or think they do anyway, but they, mm-hmm. they don't understand uh, the repetition of a falsehood through various means, become utterly convincing uh, in the public mind. And this is why the Greeks uh, hated uh, democracy, uh, that if the big lie makes people happy or it's what they want to hear, then people support it and you end up with a dictator. Uh, Mm. Their solution was aristocracy, aristocracy, right? (laughs) That is the best. I I broke the word down because aristo means the best. (laughs) <laughs> uh, best educated, yeah. And, and uh, James Madison and and Thomas Jefferson uh, both believed that in, unless Americans were well educated, the American democracy would fail. And of course, right. they're talking about the education they got, and the education they got was unbelievable. I mean, you look at our founding fathers; uh, the absolute cream of what the world's knowledge was. They knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything was interested in plows from Central Asia, and you know it's just amazing. And uh, the thing is that uh, our leaders must be very well educated, otherwise the, they slip into what's politically convenient. I, I'll give a good example of this. Uh, mm-hmm. from, I, I haven't thought of using it in class yet. Uh, uh, Donald Trump's uh, inauguration. Right. Uh, he said. There were more people at his inauguration than any other inauguration <laughs> of any other president. Yeah. And, you know, I, you know, Donald Trump's being Donald Trump. I mean, I have a very understanding <laughs> of him and, 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 and those who follow him. And, and you know, every, uh, every human being at every moment of their lives has to be respected and loved or we don't have anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, of course, he's done that for every other thing that has happened while he's been president. But what's interesting about this example is they showed a picture of the number of people downtown. Mm-hmm. And it showed it was a relatively smaller crowd. Right. And mm-hmm. he said, they fake the pictures. 
Yeah, I don't know how you can In the New York Times, they faked it, right? Okay, yeah. so I imagine myself writing up on the board, CIA, FBI, Washington Police Department. Mm -hmm. Now, the CIA isn't supposed to be doing anything in Washington. <laughs> Uh, but on the, on, the, on the other hand, uh, they have uh, satellites that are taking pictures of everything. And you could go to the CIA and ask them to produce a picture. And you could say, well, that's the CIA. Of course, at that time, they didn't hate the president. Uh, but uh, <laughs> the CIA, they say, well, he just, they just hate the president. Okay, let's go down to the FBI under the Justice Department then, the old one, relatively critical of the president. I think uh, early on, now, of course, it's different. But what about Justice Department? It has photographs. They have to because of security issues uh, inside Washington, things like that. And you can say, well, it's the Justice Department, but you know, they're they're the ones who, you know, they're they're too liberal. Let's not believe them. And then you get down to the Washington D.C. Police Department, and yeah. there's a wonderful line that I've lived my life by mm -hmm. from the movie The Maltese Falcon. Right. At the end, he's explaining, Humphrey Bogart is ex ex explaining to his love why he's, sick, why he's turning her in from mur for murdering his partner. And he goes down the list of why, you know, first of all, he does love her. That's on one side. And then he says, and on the other, you killed my partner. You've lied to me. You've never told me the truth. Someday I may end up dead like your partner. Now, you might, she says, but, but you love me. He says, yes, I do. And that's, that's a good thing on your side. He says, but I won't play the sap for you. Look at the number of them, you know, uh, on the bad column. And I've always, I've always believed in that, that you, there's good things and bad things. And as you weigh up how you're going to look at something, you look at the depth of the evidence that's available. Yeah. And when you look down and you look at all these news sources, you can eliminate the New York Times and Washington Post. Uh, what about this? Well, what about that? What about the uh, Washington Police Department? So in other words, nobody's asking those kind of questions because they're perfectly satisfied with him saying they faked the picture. Mm. And yeah. I think in terms of historical methodology, uh, every American citizen needs to know that pictures can be faked now. We know that. Yeah. Mm. Everybody does know it. The question is, it's asked in columns in newspapers, uh, for those who still read them, like me, um, in newspapers are asking, well, what, when you can't depend on a photograph, then how are you going to know what the news actually is? Right. You know, this is part, remember A Wag the Dog, the film with Dustin Hoffman? Yeah. And before that, we've always been concerned, but now they can put people's faces on people's bodies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and, yeah. And, and the public can't see it. And you mm -hmm. have uh, a narrowing of the ownership of media outlets, mm -hmm. left and right. And uh, that's a concern to a historian because our job is to teach them to think critically. Right. And it's, it, it, it's hard when people are uh, looking at the world in such, with such ideological commitment uh, that they, they can't see it. Because I can say to my students, Okay, here's an example in which, let's say, conservatives fake some um, an image. And let's look at an example in which liberals did. See what I'm saying? Yeah. We're not trying to say that this is a politicized issue. It's a, it's a serious issue for the country. And if we could do that, that's really great. But, you know, sometimes we just don't do it. Yeah. We don't want to anger the we don't. It sounds political to even talk about it. Even right now, I'm censoring myself. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah. Uh, but I think it's, it's something that historians are going to have to grapple with. Uh, my solution to it mm-hmm. is, comes from a show I didn't really like that much, which was Star Trek Next Generation. <laughs> because those vessels had holodecks, as I'm sure you're aware. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And imagine uh, anything you hear about Nazi Germany and then being able to step into Nuremberg Ring in 1937 and see Hitler come in in his car. We have photographs of this from dozens of different media outlets. And the people screaming their adulation. Mm. And I just hope it doesn't happen when our students say, who is that guy? Mm. Because I'm not really sure that a lot of young Americans don't know what a swastika stands for. And of course, yeah. it's a South Asianist word. We're <laughs> but you see what I mean? Yeah, I see. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, so there's this progression. We can either get a lot better with what we're doing with our tools uh, and really get people to think, or we may be shunted aside with this rush to non-historical education, non-critical thinking-based exercise. Right. Mm. We're, we're in trouble. How how much of a role do you think this the historical lens critical thinking should play in society? Well, you're asking a historian though. You know, <laughs> Obviously, I, yeah. if you, you ask a biologist, says, well, the most important thing is biology. <laughs> Talk about a world system, right? Yeah. Where, at least in terms of um, sentient beings, are all about biology. Yeah. I like that, and and then you get they get in an argument with a psychologist, you know, a social scientist who will say mm-hmm. no. <laughs> There are other things besides, <laughs> right? And then you're yeah. back in conversations we've always had, which is healthy, you know, to be part of a ongoing discussion. Things like evolution, yeah, our uh, our ideas of where life begins, all those things like that are good conversations as long as they don't get reduced to this is what I think because I feel this about that instead yeah. of listening to the other person's side. You know, that kind of thing. It's, it's, you know, these are what do you call it? They're common things, and they may even be part of human nature, but if uh, we have to do the best we can to make sure that people have the best information available. Right. It's been super fun learning with you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to me. Join me next week as we explore another part of the vast, mysterious lands of South Asia. I'm looking forward to exploring something new that you've never heard about next week. Talk soon.